Hey everybody, this is your host Andre Cherry and you are listening to the Cherry Picking Podcast which is presented by the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Throw me the ball and watch what I do with it. You are now tuned in to the Cherry Picking Podcast with your host Andre Cherry. Hey guys, Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Cherry Picking Podcast. On this very special episode of my show, I will preview the upcoming Temple versus Cincinnati matchup this weekend in Cincinnati. The Temple Owls will attempt to win its eighth victory of the season and stay in the hunt to win the AAC East on Saturday. The Owls are 7-3 and 4-2 and in the conference after the 29-21 victory over Tulane in Week 12. The 29 points for Temple were the most points this offense has put up on the board since Week 7 when the Owls put up 30 points on the Memphis Tigers. Now we'll dive more into the offense later on this episode. On the other side of the ball, it is important to note that the Owls defense looked dominant this week against a Tulane team that was ranked 22nd in the country in total offense coming into that matchup. This weekend's matchup between Temple and Cincinnati pits two teams together who are battling for the American East Division crown. The last time Temple traveled to Cincinnati was on November 10th, 2017, and in that matchup, the Owls beat Cincinnati by a score of 35-24. to After a short break, I'll tell you more about these two teams, so I'll be right back. Don't you go anywhere. Want to know what life is really like after the game's all over? Real athletes are here to share their true stories of adversity and triumph every week on After Orange Slices. Even if you don't like sports, pro athletes, former college stars, celebrities, coaches, public speakers, doctors, and all kinds of experts, join the show, and there's a little bit of something for everybody. Join me, Bridget, for a slice of inspiration, plus your everyday sports news sprinkled in. New episodes every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the show. Last week in the 29-21 victory over Tulane, Temple was able to get back to running the football. It's a great sign to see Temple running the ball well again. During Temple's three losses this season, the Owls only averaged 48 yards of rushing. Temple is at its best when it runs the ball effectively. Collectively as a team, the Owls rush for over 100 yards. Tulane outrushed the Owls in this game, but as a team, the Green Wave racked up 203 yards rushing. But this season... Temple is 7-0 when the team rushes for over 100 yards. Ray Davis was the lead rusher for Temple this week as the freshman phenom had been out of action last week in the victory over USF, but this week the Owl rushed for 69 yards on 13 carries. Ray Davis has the third most rushing yards by a true freshman in FBS with 724 yards. Temple redshirt sophomore wide receiver Jaden Blue led all receivers with 12 receptions for 131 yards and one touchdown. Blue has had a great season for the Owls. Through 10 games, Blue has hauled in 67 passes for 803 yards and 3 touchdowns. Blue is only 8 catches away from breaking Zamir Cobb's record for catches in a season set back in 2003 with 73 receptions. Blue also only needs 162 yards to become the single season receiving yards leader. Blue is the first Temple player to have 3 10-plus reception games in a single season. Quarterback Todd Santeo continued to see limited action for the sixth straight week. He threw for his second touchdown in AAC play this season with a four-yard pass to Kenny Yaboa early in the second quarter. It was the only offensive touchdown the Owls produced the entire first half. Head coach Rod Carey has incorporated Santeo into games, and I'm paraphrasing this statement, as Carey feels Santeo is too talented to let ride the bench. 
Sinteo presents an additional dynamic in the offense as he's a playmaker who has the ability to run the ball. Sinteo, when he enters into games, adds a much-needed spark to the offense during the moments when the Owls are flat. Now, while head coach Rod Carey benefits from having two quarterbacks who share snaps this season, it's also somewhat of a burden because there have been moments when Sinteo has been hot and he plays for a series and then head coach Rod Carey pulls him out the next series to have Russo resume his snaps. I don't know if that's the best strategy, but it's apparent it works for head coach Rod Carey. And they have seven wins this season. They're in pursuit of their eighth win. And they can also try to push for the AAC East crown. So it's working for Rod Carey and his Temple Owls program. I'm just saying as someone who observes the team very closely watching these games, you see Russo has been flat at moments and the offense really hasn't looked that great. But then when Centeno comes in, he adds the spark and the team seems to start rolling. So I'm just saying from somebody looking outside, maybe Centeno deserves more than just a series each half. You know, if Centeno is scoring touchdowns, why not put him in right after that series to see if he can continue the trend and score an additional touchdown? You know, that's just my thoughts from somebody who observes the team very closely from the outside. And we just talked about him. Quarterback Anthony Russo saw the end zone this week. The first passing touchdown came late in the third quarter with an eight-yard pass to Kenny Yaboa. Russo previously hadn't thrown a touchdown in a game since back on October 26th in the first quarter of the Owls' blowout loss to UCF. Russo didn't have his best game in this game against Tulane. He went 22 for 38 for a total of 221 yards through the air, two touchdowns and one interception, but he did enough to help his Owls team win. Temple starting quarterback Anthony Russo is no doubt a leader of this team, but he struggled some this season, as I've already mentioned previously. Russo's 14 interceptions on the season are the most in the American Conference. Against Tulane, Temple's defense stayed busy. The Owls had three sacks and 11 tackle for losses against Tulane's quarterback, Justin McMillan, and his backfield. Temple's junior defensive end, Quincy Roche had himself another great day on Saturday. Roche accounted for 12 total tackles with all three of Temple's sacks and six tackle losses and a forced fumble. Temple also caused three turnovers from the Green Wave's offense. So the defense has been getting after it. They're busy and it's really been a strong point of this team, not only this season, but the previous few seasons. Temple's defense is legit. They've got several players that have gone on to the NFL and Quincy Roche could be that next Temple great to hear his name called in the NFL draft someday. Roche set an AAC record with six tackle for losses in the game against Tulane and the defensive end has 6.5 sacks in the last two games which currently ranks him 7th in the entire FBS. He's tied for 1st in the AAC with 9.5 sacks. Taking a look at Cincinnati, the Bearcats enter this matchup with Temple with a 6-0 record in conference and a 9-1 record overall. Cincinnati's only loss on the season came in Week 2 of the season against Ohio State, the Ohio State. In that matchup, the Buckeyes blanked Cincy 42 to nothing. Cincinnati is in 1st place out of the American East standings, Temple is tied with UCF for second place in the East with a 4-2 record. UCF holds the tiebreaker. One additional note, Temple has committed too many penalties this season. Temple will need to cut down on the penalties and turnovers. Last week against Tulane, the Owls committed 9 penalties for a total of 106 yards. Over the last 4 games, 
the Owls have committed 29 penalties for a total of 286 yards and 5 turnovers. Cincinnati has committed 25 penalties in the last 4 games for a total of 213 yards with 5 turnovers. So they're sloppy play from both teams, but if Temple can limit the penalties and turnovers, I believe they'll have a huge edge in this game. Now Cincinnati is a team that can score points. In fact, the Bearcats average about 35 points per game, which is best for 23rd in all of FBS. And they can score in several different ways. Bearcats quarterback Desmond Ritter has thrown for over 2,400 yards with 20 touchdowns and only 5 interceptions. Bearcats junior running back Michael Warren is currently in 2nd place in the AAC with 1,329 rush yards. He scored 10 touchdowns on the ground and 2 through the air. And wide receiver Alec Pierce leads the team in receiving with with 441 receiving yards and 2 touchdowns. The Bearcats have weapons on offense and will keep the Temple defenders busy on Saturday. Now, Cincinnati enters this game with a total defense that is fifth in the AAC. The Bearcats limit its opponents to 17.2 points per game, which is best for ninth in the entire FBS. Some players to keep your eyes on this weekend for Cincinnati are senior linebacker Brian Wright, who's racked up 69 total tackles with 4.5 sacks and 7.5 tackle for losses. Junior safety Dark Forrest leads the Bearcats in tackles with 76, and Cincinnati's defense will make things tough for Temple's offense this weekend, but if the Owls can control the game by running the ball effectively, they'll have a shot in this game. It'll also be key for Russo and Centeno to limit the amount of mistakes. Short completions are as good as the long ones build and sustain drives to keep your defense off the field. If Temple wins this weekend, they'll remain in the hunt for the AAC East crown. If Cincinnati wins against Temple this weekend, the Bearcats will win the East Division title of the AAC outright. The Bears are the highest ranked group of five team in the country, which has them in excellent position to earn a spot in a New Year's Six Bowl. This is setting up to be a really good game this weekend between the Temple Owls and the Cincinnati Bearcats. After this break, I'll give you my prediction for the outcome of this game after a quick word from our sponsors. Don't go anywhere. My Week 13 Temple Football Prediction is presented by MyBookie. Are you the type of fan that knows football so well that you could choose any game and call it? Well, MyBookie is a place for you because they let you turn all of your sports knowledge into cash in your wallet. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. Just use promo code LATEFEES to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code LATEFEES to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign-up offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER for help. Welcome back, folks. My prediction for this weekend's game... Temple versus Cincinnati is as follows. Cincinnati, 23. Temple, 16. Next week, Temple will host UConn on Saturday, November 30th for its final game of the regular season. Kickoff for this matchup is set for 3.30. I want to thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Hope you enjoyed the content, and I hope you enjoy watching the game this weekend, Temple versus Cincinnati. I believe that game will be on ESPN2, so you'll definitely not want to miss that. Thank you guys, and I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you again for tuning into my Cherry Picking Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe to my show and drop me a rating on Apple Podcasts. All of my digital content can be found at the website cherrypickingsports.com. And if you are looking to interact with me via social media, my Twitter handle is at cherry underscore picking. 
That's P-I-C-K-I-N. On my Twitter, you'll also find a link to my blog where I post my weekly college football predictions and analysis. I can also be reached via email at cherrypickinsports at gmail.com. Please feel free to reach out to me regarding what you like about this podcast or about what content you'd like to hear more of on future episodes. I sincerely thank you for your support, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Take care.